All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Daily Faceoff Podcast comes courtesy of the Nation Network. Here's your host, Brock Segan, with Dylan D. Berthium and Michael Biebs Bondi. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the DFO Fantasy Podcast Morning Report presented to you by Betway. If you're going to place a bet, bet on Betway. Please play responsibly. Ontario only. Must be 19 years of age or older. Now, today's version of the morning report is a little different. Hopefully I sound okay. My pregnant wife has a couple doctor's appointments this morning and I'm actually recording this from my truck in the hospital parking lot. So here we go. Let's get right into the morning report. I realized the last couple weeks I've been doing this, talking about the players of the week and outlining all the superstars who had great weeks and really what's the point of that. We already know what superstars are playing well and who's having good weeks and all of that. So I'm changing it up a little bit. I'm going to outline the players who are lower owned, who had really good weeks last week, and then we will move on to this week's streaming targets. So for the players that were low owned or lower owned, I'm looking at anybody below 60% owned. I'm not going to go in order of, of performance. I'm going to go in order of own percentage. Let's start at the top with Pavel Zaka of the Boston Bruins. Currently 58% owned, just center eligible. Two goals, two assists, 
Eight shots on goal and seven hits last week. Riley Smith, 55% owned. Left wing, right wing eligible for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Two goals, three assists, three power play points, and five shots on goal. Uh, Has been getting a look on the Penguins' top power play, which is obviously loaded. Riley Smith looks like a great pickup at 55% right now. Ivan Barbashev with the Vegas goal, the Knights center left wing. Really slow start to this season. I talked about him a little bit recently, and his his own percentage has dropped pretty hard because he just, you know, skating on the top line with Eichel and Marcia so, but really not doing a whole lot. Had a nice week finally last week. Two goals, one assist, one power play point, eight shots on goal, and eight hits. Pavel Mitnikov of the Anaheim Ducks, one of the best defenseman pickups. His own percentage has been climbing pretty steadily. Uh, last night, obviously, being only two games, uh, he was scooped up as a you know last-minute streaming target. So I do expect his own percentage to come down a little bit in the next couple days. But if he does get dropped in your league and you need D help, make sure to scoop up Mitnikov, who's currently 51% owned. Failed to score a goal, but had four assists, one power play point, three shots on goal, and five hits. Currently on the top power play unit for the Ducks, who are playing really, really good hockey. Ryan O'Reilly does not look like a veteran. He looks like his young self at 33% own, just center eligible for the Nashville Predators. Three goals, two assists, one power play point, and six shots on goal last week. Jaden Schwartz still in the top six for the Seattle Kraken. One goal, three assists, ten shots on goal, and five hits last week. He's 27% owned. Trevor Moore of the LA Kings left wing eligible, currently skating Whether you want to call it their second or third line doesn't really matter. Uh, One goal, three assists, two power play points, and eight shots on goal for Trevor Moore last week. Oliver Bjorkstrand, who was promoted to the top line with Matty Beneers, two goals, one assist, seven shots on goal, and one hit. He's currently just 19% owned. Lawson Krause, absolutely terrific banger league target. He had four goals, two assists, two points on the power play with 11 shots and eight hits last week, just 17% owned for Lawson Krause of the Arizona Coyotes. Quinton Byfield starting to uh, make his case to be owned in much more fantasy leagues. Currently just 17% owned. Center left wing eligible. Didn't score a goal. Only had three shots on goal, which is something you definitely want to see improve, but did pick up six assists and three power play points last week. Getting under 10% owned here for the skaters. JJ Paterka, right wing eligible. He's skating on a line with Jeff Skinner and Casey Middlestad, and that line has been playing more minutes than the Tage Thompson line. They've also been playing to Terrific, terrific hockey. Last week, he had a goal, three assists, one point on the power play, and eight shots on goal. Finally, Arthur Kaliev of the LA Kings, right wing eligible, 3% owned, two goals, one assist, two power play points, and nine shots on goal. Really, really like Kaliev in deep leagues. Now let's talk about a couple goalies who had really nice weeks and still remain available on the waiver wire. Hopefully Cam Talbot is already on your roster because I talked him up a ton in the preseason. He was my favorite late round target at the goalie position and he's been nothing short of spectacular. The LA Kings doing exactly what I expected them to do, insulating him extremely well and he has shown out so far last week 3-0, 1.00 goals against average, 963 save percentage and one shutout just under 70% owned, so still available in 31% of leagues, currently owned in 69%. Philip Grubauer, 33% owned. He was 2-1 with a 298 goals against average and 910 save percentage. Most importantly, he had two really good starts back-to-back after Joey Decord got an extended run, I think, of three games in a row. They go back to Grubauer. He turned in some solid performances, struggled a little bit in his most recent outing. But Lucas Dostal next of the Anaheim Ducks, 39% owned. The Ducks really, really playing good hockey right now 
beat the Vegas Golden Knights last night. It was John Gibson who got the start in that game, but Dostal was really solid during the week. 39% owned. He went 2-0 and with a 298 goals against average and 929 save percentage. And Semyon Varlamov just needs to be scooped up and started whenever you can. And if you have deep rosters, you need to be rostering him just to get the one start a week that you might get out of him because whenever he's getting the start right now, he's been dynamite. So you have deep rosters and you're able to hold on to multiple goalies. Semyon Varlamov is worth holding on to just for that one start because you're going to be fighting on the waiver wire for him all season. He's up to 27% owned last week, 1-0 with a shutout. It's back-to-back shutouts for Semyon Varlamov. Obviously, he's not going to be a guy that takes over the number one job. Ilya Sorokin's got that lockdown, but Varlamov makes for a great start right now whenever he gets the call. Now let's turn our attention to this week's streaming targets. Again, you can find this article up at dailyfaceoff.com. I post it every single week. Monday morning, I lay out the strength of schedule for all 32 teams in the NHL this week. I also post how many light night games they have so you know which guys you can pick up and stream and easily get into your lineup this week. And then I obviously outline some of the best streaming candidates for the week given the strength of schedule and the light nights played. So let's get right into it here for this week five. Uh, we start with the easiest schedule of the week, the Vancouver uh, Canucks. The Canucks are rolling right now. They lead the NHL in goals four per 60 at 4.34 and draw favorable matchups this week. They'll start the week versus the Oilers, whom they've already beaten twice and have scored a combined 12 goals against. Obviously, the Oilers seem to be reeling a little bit right now. Then they head out east where they'll face the Senators, Maple Leafs, and Canadians. So an all-Canadian schedule for the Canucks this week and those are three teams out east that are struggling right now the Maple Leafs certainly searching for it the Senators DJ Smith seems to be on the hot seat right now and then the Montreal Canadiens are just the Montreal Canadiens they're doing the best they can but still not among the NHL's best really not a lot of good streaming candidates from the Canucks however Ilya Mikhaev is probably the only one that stands out at 11% owned left wing right wing eligible he returned to the lineup on October 21st, and has been really solid. He's been skating on the top line with Elias Pettersson and Andre Kuzmenko, uh, which is pretty much as good as it gets for the Vancouver Canucks because JT Miller's line usually goes up and takes the tougher matchups at 5v5, leaving Pettersson and company to torch the other team's secondary lines. Mikhaev has picked up six assists, three goals, three assists so far, despite only playing 14 minutes and 21 seconds per game and seeing power play to usage. Next, the Tampa Bay Lightning have the second best strength of schedule, but unfortunately, they only have one light game this week but they do play Tuesday where there are only 10 games so you should be able to squeeze your lightning streamers into your lineup the Maple Leafs the Canadians and the Blackhawks are three juicy matchups right now and they come on Monday Tuesday and Thursday so you can ideally stream the lightning early in the week drop that streamer for someone who plays Friday uh, Friday Sunday excuse me and maximize that roster spot this week the only one really worth targeting right now from the lightning because they've been kind of shuffling their lines around recently and uh, burying some Somebody who might be a decent streaming candidate like Anthony Sorelli. So Nick Paul is the only one I'm really looking at at 34% owned, center left wing eligible. Paul is on pace to absolutely obliterate his previous career highs in goals and points after posting seven points, five goals, two assists in his first 11 games this season. The main difference for Paul this year has been that the Lightning are using him 
as the net front presence on their top power play unit. And that's led to three power play goals and one power play assist for him so far. He's also skating on a line with Steven Samkos at 5v5 and is averaging close to 18 minutes per game in his last four contests. The Florida Panthers have as close to a perfect schedule as you can get this week. They have the sixth easiest average opponent rating and all four of their games come on light night. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday for the Panthers this week. The problem is... Over the weekend, they loaded up the top line with Carter Verhage, Matt Kachuk, and Alexander Barkov, leaving the second and third lines without a whole lot of talent. Anton Lindell is the number one streaming target. He was stream, uh, shaping up to be an outstanding stream this week because with Sam Bennett out, he was skating with Verhage and Kachuk. But with moving Verhage and Kachuk to the top line, that now leaves Lundell to skate with Ichu Lesterinen and Sam Reinhardt. Obviously, it's not the worst case scenario, but the old configuration was obviously better for the 22-year-old. Um, but after a slow start, Lundell has picked up three points, one goal, two assists, and 14 shots on goal, which is good for 2.8 per game over his last five games while averaging 16 minutes and 42 seconds per game. In his first five games, he averaged just 13.27. So moving to the top six has been good for him uh, obviously you would like to see him play with a little bit more talented line mates Reinhardt's been great but mostly on the power play uh, obviously Kachuk and Verhage would be great line mates for Lundell but still at 5% on he's a pretty good target this week you'll absolutely have no issues getting him to your lineup with the Monday Wednesday Friday Sunday schedule the Toronto Maple Leafs are next they have the fourth best strength of schedule this week and three games on light nights they uh they rank kind of middle of the pack but their three light night games are really important, and they have some pretty good streaming targets. They've been moving their lineup around, shuffling things their lines about because they're trying to find a spark and really get things going. They're trying to find some secondary scoring at all. The core four have really just carried them to this point, and they, you know, they're searching for wins. They're searching for goals from the out, uh, the secondary scores. Tyler Bertuzzi, 31% owned. He's looking less and less like a long-term fantasy option right now, but he is still a great streamer when the schedule aligns like it does in week five. Bertuzzi caught heat. Uh, from Maple Leafs fans over his slow start, but he remains in the prominent top six role with John Tavares and William Nylander, even after Sunday's line shuffling. Uh, he's also on power play too. He does have just three points, two goals, one assist, and 2.1 shots per game in 11 games this, series, this season. Excuse me. But Tavares and Nylander have combined for 17 even strength points, so you have to think that Bertuzzi is going to factor in on the scoring eventually, and given their matchups this week, he could turn into a solid streaming target. Next is Matthew Nyes, just 16% on that's climbed in recent days because part of the line shuffling on Sunday saw Nyes get the long-awaited promotion to the top line next to Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, setting him up to be one of the top streaming candidates this week. Nyes is extremely talented but hasn't really had a chance to show that this year. He's been kind of buried on the third line with David Camp and Max Domi, but he will get that opportunity now with Matthews and Marner. Nyes comes into the week with five points two goals, three assists, and 14 career NHL games. He has not really seen extended minutes with Matthews or Marner, uh, but in about seven to nine minutes with Matthews, they've absolutely dominated. Obviously, I'm not going to put too much faith into that small one-game sample size, but it does go showcase just how good uh, he could be. Lastly, I like the Anaheim Ducks. they got two light nights. They're... Uh, the, the ninth best schedule, but the two light nights are important. They've got some solid matchups this week against the Penguins, which is kind of middle of the pack. The Flyers obviously became uh, a better matchup now that Carter Hart is sidelined, and then obviously they play the San Jose Sharks, who just have no talent whatsoever. The Ducks have some pretty decent streaming candidates. Ryan Strom, 38% owned. He's had an outstanding start to the season. The problem with Strom is he's not going to score you many goals, and his 16.2 on a shooting percentage suggests that the... 
Uh, assist totals are probably going to start to drop eventually. Alex Kaloran's probably the better option, 31% owned. He made his Ducks debut on Sunday. Currently on the third line, but that line had the most minutes in that game. He failed to get on the score sheet, but did have four attempts, uh, shot attempts, that is. One shot on goal in 17-11 time on ice. And then obviously the fact that he's playing on their top power play unit with some talented players like Trevor Zegers, Pavel Mitnikov, Troy Terry. Uh, bodes well for Alex Kaloran as a streaming target. So I lean towards him ahead of Strom. Uh, but lastly, you got... Leo Carlson, 10% owned. They have no back-to-backs this week, so you should see Carlson play all three games. He's still skating on the top line with Zegers and Terry. However, he was bumped to power play two with the return of Kalorn on Sunday. The rookie has four points, three goals, one assist, and 14 shots, which is good for two per game in his first seven career NHL games and is a strong option in deeper leagues. Lastly, not a whole lot of faith here in Adam Henrique, but at 5% owned, he is picking it up and, and is in the deepest of leagues worth a look. Uh, two assists in his fir- and five shots on goal in his first six games, but he has two goals two assists, four points in his last four games. So things have been picking up for him. Obviously getting Kalorn back on that third line will help make them a little bit better as well. Overall, though, the usage um, and shot volume is still pretty pedestrian. I don't know if I want to waste a pickup on him unless it's the deepest of leagues. Anyways, that is going to do it for this edition of the DFO Fantasy Morning Report for November 6th. Hope you can get some of these good streamers in your lineup. Hopefully you can get a win this week. Best of luck. Enjoy your week. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 